Hello, we would like to welcome you to Hopeville Conversations for Women, led by two of our pastor's wives here at Inglewood Baptist Church, Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. It is our prayer that you rest in the hope only Jesus offers through God's word in our conversations today. Welcome back to Hopeful Conversations. We are so glad you're joining us. I'm Carolyn. I'm Jody, And we today have a very special guest, Carol Davis. Carol. Ooh, ooh, Carol's so in my glad. studio. Yeah. <laughs> we're so glad to have her with us. And oh my goodness, y'all, you're going to be blessed by her testimony and just what she has to share today. So um, we're going to jump right in. But before we do that, I'm going to open us in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this time that we can come together and, and talk about you and how you've worked in our life. We pray that um, in everything that we say and do today, that it will just shine um, brightly on who you are. Um, you are worthy of all honor and praise, and we are so um, grateful that you use us as your instruments. And I pray that today's discussion will be um, encouraging and truth-filled and just... Um, just hope-filled for every listener. We know that you have placed um, these women right here during this time to listen to this message. And so um, please work in their lives. Do a work in our lives as we're talking. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Carol. Carolyn, I'm sorry. See, now I'm at a disadvantage, <laughs> Carolyn. Yeah, it already is. <laughs> oh, goodness, Carol. Um, so many people I know know you here at Inglewood Baptist Church, and one of the reasons they know you is because of your uh, your gift of worship through singing. It is an incredible gift that you've got, and the Lord has used you in so many ways. But I'm also aware that not all of our listeners are from Inglewood Baptist Church, so I would love for them to get to know who you are. So tell us a little bit about who you are, your family, and maybe even share a little bit about your testimony. Yeah, I could talk about the family all day. <laughs> um, yeah, I was one of those born in a pew babies. <laughs> um, I don't ever remember a time I was not in church. And if you're as old as I am, you remember GAs and all those things. I mean, we were there for every bit of it, uh, Bible drills and, oh, gracious, all of it. But um, so it's funny, I was saved when I was nine and... I mean, I just, you know, I mean, that there wasn't anything else. I just, I just got to that point where even though I was young and even though I didn't necessarily completely understand, just sitting in a pew knowing I need that, mm -hmm. you know, and it was very much childlike faith. Mm -hmm. It just really was. And so, um, you know, it started with my salvation and then grew into knowing more and more and more but that that little childlike faith has never left mm -hmm. it's always just been very much you said it so okay mm. you know what I mean and so um that was when I was little um grew up mostly in upstate South Carolina met this guy <laughs> in high school <laughs> who just made me laugh all the time. <laughs> and uh, his name was Gene. <laughs> I'm Pastor Gene's wife. A lot of people know him, but don't know me. Or don't know that we go together. Right, yes. right, yeah. right. And so we've been married for 34 years. Um, 
What a victory right there. Yeah, <laughs> and I could talk about that too. <laughs> we'll do another session. That'll be that another one. time. <laughs> but um, we have three kids that are all grown. Two are married. Um, those two are not too far away. They're both in North Carolina, and then the baby is the baby. He's in uh, he's in Ohio. He's a grown school. baby, right? He's a grown <laughs> baby. He's the big baby. Yeah. He's in Ohio um, in grad school, and we've got our first grandbaby on the way. Oh, so exciting. Just in, I mean, shortly. Just Very shortly. So in the next few weeks. So, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I we could totally go on so many different rabbit trails oh, with, with kids, parents, grandparents, pastor and worship and all those things. But one of the main uh, reasons that uh, we wanted to bring you to our listeners today is because I'm aware, Carolyn's also aware of uh, a journey that you've been on recently. And uh, that journey has um, caused you to go deeper with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you've had a lot, a lot, a lot of pain and suffering. And so when we talked the other day about what God has been doing in your life and the things that you've experienced, we've recognized that um, God comforted you in so many different Mm -hmm. ways. And when God comforts us, he, he desires for us to take what we've been comforted with to comfort others with. Mm -hmm. And, um, that what you've gone through is not in vain and there's a great purpose for all of this in the end if it's to glorify god it's to glorify god excuse me but that being said would you share with us your journey starting with some of maybe some of the illnesses um that you have experienced yeah, I, you know, I talk to people, and, and I'll, if I ever say the last year's been rough, and they and they nod and smile because it's COVID, and we, you know, <laughs> right, it's been right, rough. Right. It's been rough on everybody, and I don't ever want to say, well, you know, my problems have been worse than yours, but Different. it's been rough. <laughs> yeah, yes. with a capital R. It's with a capital R. Yeah. Um, a little over two years ago, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I had been sick for a long time. And, um, you know, had just kind of thought, well, it's this or that or whatever, and just kind of dealt with it. But finally had to go to the doctor and um, was diagnosed with Crohn's. And, you know, it almost seems like as soon as I got the diagnosis, man, I mean, it just went downhill real fast. <laughs> and so with, within about nine or ten months, I was uh, in the hospital. Um, one of five or six, I'd have to count hospital visits. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of, uh, just a lot of different things um, in the midst, and a couple big surgeries as part of that. Um, in the middle of that, dealt with skin cancer a couple times. Um, not too, not too major, it's fine, um, but still had to deal, you know, with that. And then a couple GI infections. One of those led to one of those hospital visits. <laughs> and it's great. Once they figure out what it is, the next time it's like, well, here, here's a prescription. So, <laughs> thankfully, didn't have to go to the hospital the second time. Gene yeah. um, and I both had COVID. <laughs> Yay. But thankfully, that was, it was very mild. Um, really wasn't that sick at all. And, and then 
Sorry, Carolyn. No, I know. Even the dog died, and I'm looking at Carolyn yes. because she went through it a week after we and did. And we loved your puppy. And, and they loved our puppy, and we loved our I mean, our puppies were buddies. Yes, <laughs> they were sweet <laughs> friends. They were. Oh, and, um, so I just so I can't believe that we both had to go through that at the same mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, it's been... It's been a rough year. It has been a rough year. <laughs> and, and while those are just kind of snippets of that, I'm mindful, as you said, it's, it's been COVID. And with COVID, there's been a lot of restrictions as far as being able to have uh, your companion, your, your love, <laughs> yeah. um, to go in the hospital with you. Um, I know there's one particular uh, um, time that, that you were going in for surgery, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Um, uh, the Crohn's did a lot of damage, mm-hmm. and so uh, they tried to do some little little fixes and got to the point where I was, I was in the bed mm-hmm. for several weeks and um, just in tremendous pain. And I actually had just come out of the hospital from a, a small procedure, and I had only, and so I actually had an appointment with my surgeon already scheduled for a follow up from that hospital visit, and just, I mean, I, I was in just horrible pain, and went into the surgeon's office, had an appointment actually with the PA in her office, and she got in touch after seeing me, got in touch with the surgeon who was in the hospital doing wow. surgery yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she said we just need to fix this mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't going to be a one-time surgery fix it was going to be a two-part surgery fix but she said we just need to we just we we just need to go ahead and go in and, mm-hmm. and take care of this because um, I wasn't functioning at that point mm-hmm. and yeah it was that was the end of March. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just the height of all the COVID right, restrictions. Right. Gene was there with me at the doctor's office. He was able to go in with me at the doctor's office, which was right next to the hospital. So we didn't have to drive to the That's hospital. Nice, they put me in a wheelchair and wheeled me to the hospital, and he wasn't even allowed in the building. Mm. So I don't know who that was harder on, honestly. Mm. He was he was feeling pretty helpless. Um and I would see it on his face. And mostly I was tuned out because when, when the pain hit, right. I, I mean, I went to another place. But um, so I don't know. And he sat there through a lot of it. But, yeah, he kissed me on the forehead and, and had to say, said bye. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, that's very difficult. And, and I, a lot of people are experiencing and have experienced yeah. that, yeah, that separation. True. Mm-hmm. And it's and uh, I, that just adds on to the pain, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, um, it it led to just a very very real knowledge that we're not alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because nurses can be there and doctors can be there, but they're in and out, and they're you know they're. They're not your family. They're not mm-hmm. your friends or whatever. But um, so you, you spend a lot of time alone. But I was not alone. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, I just remember, um, and I'm just going to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And I told Jody, I said, I don't, and I don't know how you feel about oh. miracles, but I, I am a miracle girl. I'm telling you, it's that childlike. Mm-hmm. 
he did it then. Why can't he do it now? That's you right. know? I mean, That's I right. very much feel mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is spending a good bit of time in a charismatic church. But, <laughs> 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 but I really do believe, and, and I also believe that God meets us where we are. That's right. And he knows. And this, it, it was just such a very real um, example of the fact that God, I mean, he numbers the hairs on our head. Mm-hmm. He knows everything about us and he knows what we need. So going through all of this, I'm a physical touch person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm touching my hands as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, that's, that's just, that's my love language. Mm-hmm. And you don't see it a lot because I'm also very introverted and I'm very shy. And I am not going to come hug you because you may not like that. <laughs> Um, but if you come hug me, I will, yes, I will hug you. Um, I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a toucher. I'm, that's just the way I am. And um, Jean learned that very much through this. Um, there would be times when we'd be sitting next to each other, and, um, and, I, and I just, you know, he knew I was in pain. I didn't say anything, so there was no point because what are you going to do? But I would just reach over and touch his arm. And at first he was like, what are you doing? (laughs) I just need this. You know, I just, I need the the reminder that you're there, Mm -hmm. even though you're sitting right next to me. I just Mm -hmm. need that physical contact. So then it got to the point where he, he knew. And so he he could tell and he would just reach over and Mm. pat me on the, you know, touch me on the leg or touch me on the shoulder or touch my hand or whatever. And that was, Um, that was enough. And oh, I could feel it. I mean, I could, my blood pressure probably dropped. I I believe that. I would breathe, Mm -hmm. you know, so, but here I am laying in the hospital and he's not there. And, and they had taken me in from that doctor visit. They had taken me in and, um, just put me in a room because I was waiting for my surgeon. She was working me in. So I was waiting for her um, to be ready for me to come down. So they took me into the room they were going to take me to after surgery. So I'm in the hospital room, actually. I'm mm-hmm. not in the, mm-hmm. you know, surgery right, right. area. Mm-hmm. And they just left me. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not being checked up on because I don't have an IV. and They're not checking vitals, none of that stuff. And so I've sat there for about three hours. I I really think I was going into shock because um, that pain level was that it that was, intense, yeah, right? It, and, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sit there and I think, you know, I had Seth with no drugs. This was Mm-mm. it was Different. up there, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was right. It was up there, and it was constant, and it, there was no relief. And um, so yeah, I think I was going into shock, but I sat. And I, I was in the bed, and I put my hands behind my head, and y'all for just, and it wasn't even a blink. It wasn't even a breath. I felt a hand. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't just the touch. It's, it was like I said, it was that knowledge that he knew that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. You know? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of Abba Father mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Pastor Michael always used to say is Daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Daddy. And and you can picture God as Father, but do you picture God as Daddy? Mm-hmm. You know, your Daddy knows mm-hmm. your favorite dessert mm-hmm. or your whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but the, just the idea that God knew 
not that I didn't need to be alone, but that that touch was what I needed. That's right. That mm-hmm. physical touch was what I needed. And I mean, it's just on and on and on. Wow. No, that's, that's incredible, incredible yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, as we were talking about God's timing, God's <laughs> yeah. timing is pretty incredible <laughs> and part of this journey as well. Yeah. And, um, and I said, I would not ever wish COVID on the world. Ever, Mm-mm. ever in my wildest imaginations would I have come up with something like COVID. So it wasn't so much that COVID happened while I was going through this, but the fact that I went through this during COVID, which sounds like an awful thing. But when you think about there are so many, there were so many things, you know, anybody that follows me on social media knows about my jar of beads for paying off college. Um, <laughs> and... It got well, to the well. Let's for those that don't know about the jar of beads. Yeah. Okay, let's explain that a little bit. So, so our payments, and yes, I am a college payments, financial yeah. peace yeah. person. I am. Yeah. We did not borrow any money. I've had to clarify that for a lot of people. <laughs> we did not borrow money for college, but um, my kids all went to Chapel Hill. I'm gonna hold the go heels, but um, <laughs> but there it is. Uh, <laughs> um, they allow you to stretch out the payments over the year. Okay. You don't have to just make mm-hmm. one big semester yeah. payment. You can divide it up. And they actually let you start paying before the kids start school. Oh, I didn't so, realize that. Yeah, That's they cool. let you, yeah. as freshmen, they'll let you start paying in May. Okay. So then you're just making payments for four years, and you finish up. And we finished in February of this past year was our last payment. Seth was a senior. And um, I had gotten to the point at work where I was just really struggling. I had taken a lot of days off. um, And finally it got to the point where my boss was like, I think you need to just go home Mm -hmm. and get better. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk once you're better. But I was, you know, I was so, I was having to make such an effort to go to work. And I loved my job and I, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, felt a lot of loyalty to them and they felt it to me too but it was like this is your this body is was just it was just so draining for you to so even just start yeah. off the day and yeah. I would go yeah. in and 30 minutes later I'd have to go home wow you know mm-hmm. so it was just got to be and so you just need to understand I worked for an accountant it was February oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah so yeah. not a good time for me and I felt that mm-hmm. you know I didn't want to leave them shorthanded so this is how this played out so that was the end of February. Had just made that last college payment. Mm-hmm. Right. Which Tracking. was uh-huh. half of my paycheck. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Big deal. Yeah. Right. Big deal. Yeah. Now, I would have loved to keep having that, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Um, so that was, you know, the first thing. And then there's this burden that I'm leaving my boss with. Well, his wife had a friend who had just lost her job, mm-hmm. needed a job. Wow. Well, how about that? It wasn't going to be permanent. He knew it wasn't going to be permanent because it's not what she wanted to do. But she was able to just, and literally, she I, I left on a Friday. She started on Monday. Okay. So he yeah. was never wow. without yeah. help. Then COVID extended tax season. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, God didn't just look out for me in this. Right, right. He looked out for my boss, who is a believer, and, and he saw it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm, I, we talked about it. I was like, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, 
she stepped right in, took my place. Well, I mean, I literally went home and went to bed the month of March. I was in the bed, and which is kind of hard to do when you're home by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and so COVID had happened. <laughs> yeah. And Seth, who was in college, came home. Wow. And then I don't remember the time and if he came home first or then the church staff. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All started working from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, so Jean and Seth were both home. They were able to help you throughout your day just yeah. to function. Because I, yeah. I mean. To I, get I out of bed was almost impossible. I couldn't get to the impossible. kitchen to get food. Wow. Yeah. I mean, right. I, couldn't, right. I couldn't do anything. Well, and you were struggling too, just eating. Right. And oh just yeah, I wasn't to... eating much anyway. Right. But, right. Um, but wow. yeah, it was the the timing of it was just um, it was just kind of mm-hmm. beyond coincidental. Absolutely, I think is yeah. the thing. You know, so many people are like, "Well, isn't that a nice little coincidence?" I'm like, well, you can believe <laughs> that if you want to, but that's a stretch that's right. that's <laughs> for right. me. So yeah, mm. it was kind of amazing. That's good stuff, right awesome. there. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, we know now because you're sitting across from us. God has done some incredible healing mm-hmm. on your body, and um, so tell us a little bit about about that. And I, I know we're thankful that things didn't get yeah. even worse. Where yeah. from the, our perspective, these were pretty bad. You're pretty. I mean, we a lot of people praying. Oh, a yeah. lot of people praying for you, mm-hmm. and so. Um, just, just for you to get some healing and reprieve. Yeah, it was, you know, from the very beginning, um, and I think, and it really helped me a lot. Um, after that first, that was the first time, I think it was October a year, year and a half ago ish, um, was the first hospital stay. And I had never, other than to have babies, I had never been to the hospital and it was very unsettling. It was very scary. Um, you know, that's when you realize, oh, you're sick. <laughs> yeah. And um, I just, I had a little talk with, with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I told him all about my problems. <laughs> but, I, you know, it got to a point where I just, you know, um, I don't know if, if y'all realize, my mother passed away relatively young. She mm-hmm. was 62. Wow. Um I but think that's young because, yeah. I think that's, that's not, young. Yeah, I, I think, think it's because I'm coming young. up on it like a freight train. <laughs> I think it's me too. And I was but like, oh. She was diagnosed with cancer at 55, and I'm mm-hmm. 55. Okay. So okay. that was very real yeah. in my head. Yeah. And I just, I asked God, and, and, you know, I don't always expect God to just come out and answer me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I'm not that naive, but... Um, I just asked him, I said, is this it? You know, Mm -hmm. because I needed, are you calling me home? Yeah. I needed to face that Mm -hmm. if that's what this was going to be, um, more for my family Mm -hmm. than for me. Um, you know, I remember when my mother passed away thinking, good night, my mother's just met Jesus. (laughs) I was real jealous for a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, when when you have children mm-hmm. and a husband and all of these things, and you're looking forward to all of these things, that was going to be the hard you're part. Like, not yet, Lord. And, ha- and not even mm-hmm. that. Well, that, but also 
the compassion that you have for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And the never wanting them to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. I knew what that felt like. Right. The grieving. Mm -hmm. You know, you you think your parents are going to be around forever. Right. (laughs) They're not. And I just did not want them to have to deal with that. So anyway, so I just very, I just, you know, God, is this, is this it? And this was another of those moments. Mm -hmm. And he just said, nope. Mm-hmm. And and I and I really felt like I had a glimpse of being healthy again. Wow! Of you know hanging out with my family. That's our you know we we have our birthday mm-hmm. dinners mm-hmm. that we do and um and it was like and we just laugh and we have a good time. They 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 like each other now. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so so we have a good time when we're all together. And it was just a glimpse of that of what that was going to be like. And from that moment, it was, okay, so here we go. (laughs) What do I do? Mm -hmm. How do I use this? Um, how, How can I bring honor to Mm -hmm. God in the way Mm -hmm. that I go through this? And just almost a little bit. It hadn't gotten real bad yet, so I, I could still, <laughs> it wasn't hard, as hard to stay positive. But it was just a little glimpse of kind of almost anticipation. Mm. It's like, this is going to be cool. You know, <laughs> what's God going to do now? Yeah. Um, it so, gave, you, gave you some strong hope. Like oh, a, yeah. Like a real hope. That this, yeah, it's this like you can it. almost mm-hmm. see the finish line, even though right. I didn't know where the finish line was because mm-hmm. I had no idea what. I mean, we, I just had no idea what it was going to be like, but even going through those days that were so bad, I could kind of come outside of that and say, okay, God's doing or allowing me to go through this. Right. Mm -hmm. What what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. How do I use it? Um, it, it became just a lot of, um, conversations with nurses and, Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just little comments to doctors and mm-hmm. um, and watching to see, you know, there's this thread of God just all the way through. And it never stopped. I mean, I remember distinctly sitting in a hospital. I mean, it was Sunday morning, so I was by myself. It was actually before the COVID restrictions hit, So, but it was Sunday morning, so Jean was here mm-hmm. and at church. And I was watching the message mm-hmm. online. And I was getting anxious. I had a procedure scheduled for Monday morning. And so, um, you know, that not knowing what to expect happens and mm-hmm. just a little anxious. And I have no idea what the message was about. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't taking notes because I was laying in the hospital. <laughs> but the verse, and has never left me. I didn't know this verse. I mean, I'm sure I had read it, but it wasn't stuck in my head mm-hmm. that says, um, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on mm-hmm. you because he trusts in you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the key, right? Because he trusts in yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's like a little yeah. tag at the end. It is. It you is. Know? And so, I, like I said, I've got that childlike thing, and I have always believed if God says it, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've almost just put it back on him. Mm-hmm. You said this. Right. This, mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I just I just made up my mind that day that my mind was going to be stayed on him. Mm-hmm. And so whenever those nerves started, 
It's like, okay, what scripture can I find now? Hmm. And, or, you know, I'm not kidding y'all. People would post things on Facebook that weren't for me. Right. But that were. Yeah, right. Of course. Right, right, right. And songs. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think we have sung my help. It's based on Psalm. Oh, man. I didn't (laughs) jot it down. It's 121, 123. I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Mm -hmm. From whence comes Mm -hmm. my help. My help comes from the Lord. Amen. And I laid in bed. And just sang and sang and sang. And so, I'm, I mean, it was constant. It has never left me that, that God is just right there. Mm-hmm. And he has, he's never left. He's, so by keeping your mind fixed on mm-hmm. him, you have experienced that piece that that scripture is talking about. And so what I also hear you saying is that you made a conscientious effort. You made a commitment, a line in the sand, Mm -hmm. like, okay, from here on out, I'm going to be intentional to keep my eyes fixed on him because Mm -hmm. that's where my peace is going to be found. Yeah. And I'm going to trust him. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was, I mean, I was, I was very anxious and, um, and I, and I needed that breath, you know, I needed that peace. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it says to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Carolyn, that reminds me yeah. of how many times we talk about here on, on the podcast about his word is alive and active. Mm, yes, yes. That is just applicable to any situation that we're in. And and what I've heard throughout reading your notes, Carol, and just hearing you talk is that, um, you know, sometimes we think of illness or hardship as something we need to get through in order to get to what the Lord has right. for us. But that's not the case, that the Lord is working in the midst of your struggle, in the midst of that. Um, Yeah, it's not something to get through. It's something that God is working in the midst of. Yeah, and that's what was the neat thing. And, and, And like I said, going back to where, you know, I made that, that point where God said, no, this is not, I'm not bringing you home. Um, so that, like you said, that conscious effort to, okay. And I'm not great at it, y'all. I'm still getting there. <laughs> but it was, okay, how can I use this with this person? Mm-hmm. How can I use this with this person? And um, and mostly it was a lot of, it was really funny how it would come out. I would be getting ready for this, you know, for a procedure or a medication or whatever. It's like, okay, well, explain it to me because I need to tell people how to pray for me. Mm. You know, or a doctor would say, oh, you did really well with this. I'm like, well, let me tell you how many people yeah. are praying for me. Yeah. You know, so it was it was a great opportunity. You were planting a lot of seeds. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. maybe in the past, it would not have been a, na- a natural or an intentional right. thing. Now, it was, God has done so much in you that you, you, you crave others to know the God that you know. To experience yeah. the God that you experience. Yeah, right. and it's funny, and I'll just throw this in. I'm sorry, it's not on the paper here. No. But, um, Jody, your husband. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Should we pause? <laughs> no, just in the last couple weeks, mm-hmm. and this last Sunday mm. just really floored me wow. with seeing people as image bearers. Oh, that's good. And seeing their value mm-hmm. and seeing lost people. And seeing their value, yeah. how can, I mean, how can we stay silent? Amen. When you see just beyond, I, you know, I've always prayed, God, let me see people how you see them. Let me people see people how you see them. And um, 
And it was almost more as so that I can value them. No, mm. <laughs> we need to see their value to him. Yeah. yeah. You know, so and so how can we not? And, and, and good grief. I mean, who better to, to um, share how God uses illness with than doctors and nurses. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. right. So, yeah, it's been really cool. It's been a cool ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know also um, it's really renewed your love and respect for Jean as a caregiver, oh, too, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and I could list, and most people know Jean's qualities Mm -hmm. you know um he's very intelligent if you don't know that about them Mm -hmm. about him um he's very intelligent um i used to tell people he's he's the smartest person but he he has it really well because (laughs) he's just such a goofball i mean you know he's just he's always ready to play and to goof around (laughs) and to joke and everything else but but he's very well read. He's very intelligent. Um, he he can talk to you about the Bible. It it, it shames me a lot. But um, and I've always said Gene is not a touchy feely person. He is not a he's not going to gush over you. He's just that's he he's an engineer at heart, <laughs> and that's a different breed of person. But um, it really is. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> um, and even through this, there was never a lot of are you okay? You know, and, and if I, if I said, if I ever got down and would say, you don't ever ask me how I are, how how I am, he would say, well, I can see it. (laughs) It was very black and white to him. I was like, why do I need to ask you? You're laying there crying. (laughs) Why do I need to ask? But, um, but the one thing that just really struck me about him through this was just his faithfulness. Mm. Um, and not just to me, um, sorry. (laughs) Um, and and I cry every time I talk about it. But that man did things that nobody should ever have to do for somebody else. Um, he the way he the things that he had to do to help take care of me at home, um, and beyond the laundry and the dishes and the, which he did, I would come home from the hospital and my clothes would be put away. Wow. You know. Um, not always in the right place, but they were put away. <laughs> were they different colors too? <laughs> they were not. No, Jean does wow. most of the laundry okay. in our house. Nobody know. knows about that him about Ooh. him either. But um, yeah, he he just beyond the normal day to day tasks, he had to take care of me physically, mm-hmm. which may have been you know I knew that if I got sick, he was going to have to clean it up, mm-hmm. and he would have just done it. Without him, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I kept telling him thank you. And I kept telling him I'm so sorry Mm. that you're having to deal with this. I mean, if you think that being sick means just you're sick, it's not. No. Um, It affects everybody in your family. And I had to do the same thing with Seth. Seth saw me in ways you don't want to see your parents Mm. as far as pain and fear. And, um, and I would do the same thing with him and just, I'm so sorry you had to see me that way. You don't want to see your mother that way. But, um, every time I would tell Jean, you know, I'm sorry, he'd he'd stop. You need to stop telling me you're sorry. And I would say, you know, thank you so much. And he'd just look at me and say, it's my job. Mm -hmm. You're my wife. (laughs) Like, 
why are you even Mm -hmm. acknowledging the fact that this is hard? (laughs) This is what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. So it was beyond, I saw, you know, people talk about uh, marriage vows. It's it's a covenant, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you know about covenants, covenants aren't two-way streets. Covenant is, I'm doing this, period. Mm -hmm. Not because of or... If you're going to do this for me, this is this is a promise I'm making to you. Mm-hmm. And I saw through this his faithfulness, Gene's faithfulness to that covenant. Mm-hmm. So it was almost more like he was not fulfilling marriage vows. He was fulfilling a covenant that he made to God to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And he just saw it as this is what I do. And, and so I have just, I have a whole new picture of him now. Mm-hmm. Not just as somebody that will do my laundry and clean up <laughs> clean up the house and do the dishes, but right. somebody who has taken so seriously that promise that he made mm. a long time ago. <laughs> and seeing him come and go around here, you would have never known anything I that was going on. It. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just I, Yeah, I, and I, I just I really had no idea the depth of his commitment. Mm. I love that. I it's, love that. So so in, in your pain and suffering, God also strengthen your marriage Um, so um before we wrap up uh, because i I, maybe it's not obvious to everybody but uh, i think it's obvious we want to continue to hear more of what you got to say so we're going to make this into two parts um so before we wrap up this part one i just wanted to talk a little bit more um briefly about um just god's provision spiritually yeah Mm. yeah god provided in a lot of ways um you know, like I've mentioned before, but um, spiritually, it has just become, you know, like I said about Jean, it's, you know, I've got a new picture of Jean, I've got a new picture of God too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always had a relationship, and I've told people that this is, you know, I hate religion. <laughs> That's not what this is. This is me and God, you know, walking mm-hmm. together. And I've always, felt that and had that. I talk to God all the time. Um, I don't just pray in the morning. (laughs) I pray all the time. I don't even call it it praying. It's just conversation. Um, So I had that already, but it became so personal. And just, you know, like I said, the knowledge that, that he meets us where we are, that he knows us so much as individuals, that he knows not just what our needs are, but how to provide them in a way. Um, and he's met you in your pain and fear, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was, it was, that was hard because I think sometimes we feel as Christians we're not supposed to be afraid. Um, but he, he knows we're human. I mean, he made us this way. <laughs> and he knows that we're, and it's okay um, yeah, that's one of the things that I wrote down. You know, he he does not, he knows our strengths. He knows our weaknesses. He doesn't expect us to be stronger than we are. Mm-hmm. But through these things, he makes us stronger mm-hmm. than we were. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, he just came right down there in the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't even about, I'm down here to pull you out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm down here with you. You know, he was That's in the good. trenches with me. That's good. Um, I hear, you know, people all the time that aren't Christians 
will say about bad things, about suffering, about tragedy. Where was God? You know, I heard that on 9-11. It's like, where was God? Mm-hmm. And it, he was right there. Right. <laughs> he was right there. And through all of this, you know, why didn't God heal you? Well, I wouldn't be where I, was, I am right now mm-hmm. yeah. if I had gotten sick that first time and, bam, it was all fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, I, I, the picture that I have of God now is, I, is I think, forever changed. Wow. That's awesome. Well, we can't wait to continue talking with you about this. It's been such a blessing already, I think, for our listeners. It has mm-hmm. been for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, I hope you'll join us next time as we continue on with Carol Davis. We hope that you have enjoyed our conversations today. If you would like to contact Jody or Carolyn, you can email them at hfc at You may need to speak with a pastor, and you can reach out to them at next at and a pastor will be in touch with you soon.